Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, how's it going? Today is December 25th, 2022. Um, Merry Christmas. I just happened to be Sunday, and I just came back to, um, from spending time with my family at my mom's place. So I'm just a little later. Um, <clears throat> so this is kind of, in a way, how my last week went. Um, so as far as time, I went to yoga three times last week, even though we had a Pretty cold weather coming into Texas last week. I, was, I managed to go three times. Um, since I don't go on Thursday, usually on Thursdays and Fridays, um, and those were the days that was pretty bad outside. Um, so I was able to just go out whenever it was a little bit warmer and not close to the negative. Close to the negative. As far as. Um, I did some groceries, um, mostly looking for <clears throat> my contribution for Christmas dinner, which was dessert, uh, which was kind of a last minute thing. I only had a few meetings at work because most people are out and things are just a little slower, which I'm okay with because I'm on schedule to take be on my own way for this week. So I, um, I'm glad that things are a little bit slower that way. I just kind of don't end the year in a, a little bit of a man i don't want to be here blah 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 that kind of thing so you know, sometimes i get into that i can get into that sometimes pretty quickly i did set up a bullet journal in a way kind of the basics i went on a deep dive so what got me started is i you know i mostly watched youtube so i get a lot of so I guess some suggestions based on what I watch, and productivity is you know, something that I need to be careful because I'm I'm addicted to productivity porn, so um, so I and something that I I try to be mindful of why I'm consuming it, and to quickly click away from it if it mostly stink like something that I already know or something that I'm really not going to do or something that I already thought of. 
So I've been, I've been a little hesitant about the bullet journal. I've heard about it before, uh, so it's not new to me. But what kind of got my interest is this. Um, um, he uh, he has a uh, a company. It's called he's Tiago Forte. He has a book called Build a Second Brain. And all and so he's he was going on a media tour for his book, and he was on a couple. Um, he was doing one collabs with some of the channels that I follow because of productivity channels. Well, mostly that's the majority of the demographic uh, individuals that are mostly into productivity. And <clears throat> think about it more as a source of entertainment, which is that's the issue that I've encountered. And um, so, anyways, but it was interesting to me how he was combining this. He was in the same show. Well, he did an interview with a writer, Carol, who is the creator of the Bullet Journal. And anyway, so that got me started, and then I, and then I was, and then something for some reason something clicked. Because I was looking for a tool to merge um, the what is taking my time for work and what is taking what I put in my time in my non-work, what I call personal, which I kind of I'm doing a little bit of relabeling. That way, they merge a little bit more cohesive. So now, any project I'm just calling either personal, meaning I'm the person setting the definition of done, what is the requirement, a group project that we. Um, so myself and I and some others are defining the definition done or a client project. Somebody else defined the definition done. And a client project doesn't have to be like a work thing, like something that for the company that I work for or that I'm getting paid for. If, for example, I'm helping my mom with um, with some flight arrangements. She's trying to get a book a flight. And it's just really going to take me a couple of steps. So... Based on that, I'm calling that a a project because it's going to be more than one task. I just simply that even if it's something silly, it might pain me into set it up as a project, even though it's going to take me two tasks. But usually, it doesn't. Um, so I need to be also I'm trying to be careful not to spend more time doing creating the project than what it would take me to create a task. So it's not two tasks that I can do run like right now, like. You know, getting my cargo to the grocery store is more like I'm gonna do this now, and then I'm gonna have to wait. So it's the wait. That's why, because that wait time, it just it's something that I it, it kind of lingers in your head because you're trying to create little things to remind you of that. It's either an email, a reminder, or something in the calendar. Something has to be created for you, for, at least for me, to remind myself of this follow up task. <clears throat> And that's what is happening. I mean, it might be just, oh, I just need to help my mom to buy a ticket. That can easily be just something that could take me 30 minutes, right? As long as I know the flight. But because of previous experience, I know it's not going to be like that. Because she's going to want to look at dates. Oh, what day is the cheapest to go out? Oh, well, let me go check. Because I mean, and now I'm waiting for her to get with somebody else so that she can confirm which date she's going to go. So that, again, that's, I'm calling that a project. But anyways... So that to me is a client project because I'm not setting the definition of done. I'm not setting the requirements. The requirements are set done by my mother because she's the one that is going to determine what flight is the one that she wants to pay for, what dates are good. I'm just facilitating. And that's so I'm more of a project manager in that sense. Um, 
not and and that's so it helps me a little bit so most of the stuff that i do for my employer are going to be client related but not everything because i have some things that um that they're more personal so anytime i do some kind of admin task that's personal my boss doesn't you know doesn't care if my inbox is to a thousand unread emails i do i care because i'm the one dealing with it right because that gets in the way of doing my work doing what i actually get paid to do which is not to be an inbox wrangler or ranger is to actually make judgment calls on some decisions that need to be taken and putting together documents right that's that's the way i see it my this my the company is paying me because i'm spending time and energy into putting these documents based on the judgment on that i gather that comes from the experience that i've gathered in the last 15 years and the uh education that i have <clears throat> and a reputation that i've earned in the company right that's the reason that's the reason why i get paid what i pay regardless of how much i get paid sometimes i feel like i should get paid i that's what i get paid for because i've shown that i can come back and do it again things like that but anyways so that's a little bit of framework i don't know how long it's gonna last but the, so far as it's uh it's been helpful in a way as well so anyways bullet journal <clears throat> i did something basic um i just put a couple of t- kind of um so i did the the intro video so i put a future log a monthly log and just go from there and just start with a daily log and just kind of get the gist of it which was a seven minute thing there's a book there's a a journal, journal specifically you can buy for it but i had already a notebook that i was already kind of halfway through and for once actually not for once that's what i'm trying to do now more of is to push myself and to question my interest in this new tool so the question that i pose to myself is if you're interested in this thing then why not do it now what is holding you to it and if the reason why i'm what i'm holding on to getting started is oh i need to buy something or i need to do something i need to acquire something then that's a pushback because usually that means that i'm mostly getting a that i'm mostly getting a um The benefit from buying something, what I want is to buy something, to acquire something. That is going to take the pain away. So, for example, if I get this bullet journal, the actual notebook that is that Ryder Carroll and his team have beautifully made. It's a really nice book. I mean, I really would like to have it at some point. When I need a new one, most likely, and if I continue to still um, use the method <clears throat> that make, getting this book makes sense, I will get it. Because in our reality, the book is only a little more um maybe it's like ten dollars more than what i would spend on a notebook because i usually buy my least notebooks that i would buy i usually um, kind of moleskin type because i cannot <laughs> say the name of the brand it's the other brand um um and that so I, i'm trying to push myself to that but anyways i did the basics and so far it's been good because I, it, it's giving me a little bit of a picture it's and um and i can see where i can move things more things on it and i'm not trying to get everything in there so for example all the projects i'm not trying to track everything in there gather all the notes in there i could if i wanted to but that is not what i would need help i have tools for that but what i want to do is have a filter 
as a way to what is coming that it passes the filter, filter. And the filter is me actually writing it down and thinking through it and digesting and chewing on it. And not so much as putting it somewhere. I, for me, I found that if I put it somewhere in a folder, it, yeah, I get the thrill, the excitement, the the feeling that I've actually made something that I actually the fee, the um, the satisfaction that I get from creating a folder in a digital notebook at times in my head it's it feels like I've done something it's like yeah I got it done it's all in control because I created a folder in my digital notebook so therefore that project is ongoing it's going green light bulb everything's going good I'm gonna get to it it's going to happen but that it is that is a lie that is that is a lie because it's it's that friction that i need it i need to create a little more friction because that friction is gonna actually it's going to bring bring to light what i really need to do am i really signing up for this do i really have what it takes to make this happen is this something that i just need to reduce in scope or you know, do the triangle. <clears throat> it's either change the scope, quality, actually change the scope, the time, or um, or the cost, right? Um, and that's going to affect the quality. Quality kind of sits in the middle. That's the golden triangle. Um, so what am I changing to still get to the quality that I know I'm going, I'm going to demand for myself? And that sometimes that's a quality that can get me to procrastinate. And finally, I passed the PS uh, Professional Scrum Master One exam, um, which it's interesting how after I passed it, it was just like, well, okay. <laughs> but I, I long gone a long time ago, what I realized that what I that it wasn't the exam itself. Yes, I could, I did uh, practice more, and I passed some of the. Um, test exam like kind of like a practice exam that i <clears throat> that i found on udemy which was actually pretty good i only did four of the six um and i only passed three of the tests and failed one but i realized that the questions were i already kind of had gotten all the questions and what i was doing i was just waiting for not to see if i would fail because I was trying to keep myself from experiencing failure. And the Switch, and even though I still had a long time even buying it, is that the failure already happened. Because I haven't taken the test yet. So I already failed. So the failure that I was, I didn't want to see is the confirmation of a of fear, right? That the fear that I have was actually true. But from the sake of, if you stand back and just consider that I fail at something because I failed to take the test, even though I pay for it, I still haven't taken the test. So it doesn't matter if I get enough, but it's not if I didn't pass it or if I don't take it, it's still a failure because I failed the test. If the test doesn't happen or if I actually flunk it, it's still the same thing, same result. I don't have a certification. Whenever I kind of frame it that way, I was like, "Well, I think I've I prepared, so I prepared for it. So I'm not irresponsible. So I'm not going at it completely, just thinking like I was in high school, 
and thinking that I'm going to go ahead and just nail it because I'm just that smart. That is not true. I've definitely proved that that is um, <laughs> that that is not true anymore. It actually never was. I just got lucky, and then suddenly I just started to compete. And <laughs> I started and I kind of hidden uh, going into the bigger leagues. But so after that happened, um, I just kind of took the test and I passed it. And it was actually I passed it with ninety six. Um, so I, it actually wasn't bad. So I'm, I'm glad I did. Now I have it. Now I just it really was. I don't know if I'm going to do anything with it, but I just I'm glad I finished it. And I'm really interested in this because I see software or something. It's going to be in the future. And it's good to add to my skill set for understanding. Because that's what I wanted to do is just to understand, to frame things differently, to speak in a – to at least have better questions because I know some of the basics. And that's really what I'm trying to – because I, I don't think I have right now interest in going into becoming a full-time or just – full-time developer, even though I still want to learn a software language because I want to be able to just do a small programming. It's looking like Python might be the one that is a good candidate for me because there's a um, there's more applications to it and I usually go for more on the swath of generalization and it, it seems like you can do a lot of things with databases with it, which is something that I like it too. It's like something that it scratches an itch. So I might do something with Python, but I'm not sh- I haven't decided if that's what I'm wanting full blown going yet. But again, glad I passed it. And then uh really just the rest was mostly YouTube because I was indoors a lot and there was a lot more YouTube, especially after kind of putting this bullet journal together. And as far as uh, attention on the reading side. Mastery by Robert Greene. I'm still um, diving through that one. And then the morning reads. I've been able to go through more of those this past week. On the listening, um, the podcast side, I Tim Ferriss had a, a random show with Kevin Rose, and I usually listen to those just because I just, it just they're just fun to listen to. The Minimalist... Uh, deep, deep questions, no stupid questions. Uh, 99% Invisible, which is something I'm trying to listen to another one of those. They had, this is the episode about, uh, I think it's the Bali Parkin. Uh, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, but it's, it's this box that um, people that live, that are from the Philippines, but they live in around the world. It's like a, it's like a care package. Um, but I get big care package that they send yearly to their families in the Philippines. And it's become a whole industry. Like there's stores that specifically um that they're that they uh, there's stores that specialize in shipping these boxes because it's I mean we're talking about a hundred pound box uh, that needs to get to the shipping to the Philippines. So that was pretty interesting. And then, especially whenever they got talking about what goat, what some of the staples in it, like spam, which somebody that grew up grew up in an island, I grew up with spam, and I didn't think it was weird until actually I left later. And it's especially because my wife, she's from Missouri, so um, spam was something that her mom grew up with because her mom grew up with low means. Uh, she she grew up in um, in poverty, so that was something that. My mom grew up with because of that and her grandma. So my 
so that's the way it was obviously something that someone with low means would eat but i mean i i don't think i grew up with i was maybe lower middle class um at least in my neck of the woods and so we could afford something better than spam but that was something that we actually ate because it was like a choice i mean it's not like we we had to do but then, you know, how is something that people eat in Hawaii is actually pretty expensive. And the whole thing in the Philippines is just kind of hit some of the some of the things that I've not forget about, but things that I that sit in the back of my mind that I just might well actually not real that I do forget about. That I grew up with that. And then some of the things that were different. That sometimes I like to think that they're not vastly different, especially because Sometimes I try to make it that. Some sometimes other people want to make it like it's not a big deal, like I'm not that different. Um, but I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to really be careful what I assume that is no different, because those are the things that not for, because I've pushed into the side so long, I've forgotten about them, and now I'm struggling a little bit with finding my foot footing on things, right? I like yoga and and I like what I do for work, really. I don't think I'm saving the world or anything like that. I do for a company that likes to make money because I need to make money to survive on my own, to be independent, to be an adult. I could go and make a living in some other ways. That is 100% sure, true. But this is what I have right now. But it might not what I have in the future. But I also don't... I'm not a fan of bouncing around trying to find my way because I'm no longer in my 20s. I'm going to be in my 40s this upcoming year. And I and that is different. And for some people, they're not. But for me, it is different because of the place, because of how, because I want, because I want things super stable, whatever, a lot of things, but... But there's things that I've forgotten about that I liked that I grew up with, like spam, you know, that I grew up with that, and I that uh, and, and some of the things that I liked to do before. And now, for better or worse, I find the time to explore them on my own. I don't want to. Ex- I'd rather explore them with somebody else. But since I don't get to do that yet, I want to still explore them so i will do that on my own and what i'm hoping is that by doing that i connect with something and not connect with something but like someone but mostly connect with something within me that and that connection starts lining up in some kind of way um and i'm trying to forget what i've learned and who i met and with who i've lived um, but I'm also trying to not saying that it's either or it's just and so yes I I had that experience and I can connect with something that I've forgotten about and then another podcast like Animal Spirit which is mostly my business investment podcast of choice Daily Stoic with uh, from Ryan, Ryan Holiday that's another one that I listen to most days and then a little bit of jazz music and some Christmas music, not too much. As far as watching, a lot of YouTube. <laughs> but uh, not like a terrible lot, but plenty of it. 
I did see this 90 minute video. Uh, it was called The Universe in 90 Minutes with Sean Carroll. He's a physicist um, from Job Hopkins University. It went from. It just went from a lot. It touches a lot of things. So it was pretty interesting. And then really a lot of journal videos. And then some channel updates. As far as my body goes, some yoga and walks because it was really cold outside. So mostly it was yoga. Uh, my hands were starting to swell. but swollen up this week because of the cold. Um, they're not so bad at this moment as I'm recording this because it was pretty warm. It was warmer today. So the sun was out and I was at my mom's apartment. She has a, a one bedroom apartment and there was like nine people in there. So it was pretty, it's fairly crowded. She had just had the stove on, the heat was on. So it was warmer in there so my hands are just not swollen um but definitely something that i'm always trying to keep an eye on and then uh, i was a little gassy because i mixed some high fiber foods with maybe some um yogurt and some kefir and some also some um some brussels sprouts would usually tend to maybe be really gassy and the cough is mostly gone so um not too much on the cough side on the spiritual side, the thought that I have is there's still questions to be answered. I am looking for a better for a better question. As far as on the community side, um, just the holiday spirit and the all all the craziness that comes with that. And then some unexpected unexpected Christmas wishes. That's always kinda nice to to get me off of my pattern and my set of expectations. <clears throat> and as far as financials go, really some um I did some buy some things on Amazon. I have some household products that I bought and some books because I'm buying plenty of books. And I just we had a gift exchange uh for Christmas amongst my close family, which is my brother, his wife, and their three kids, and my cousin, who is my brother's age, and so he's close to, to him. And myself and my my mom and her soon to be husband and myself and uh, so we had an exchange and um, I asked for books and puzzles so I got two puzzles and a book, uh, which was something a book was uh, on Shakespeare, which um, it was interesting because I I mean I wasn't it's not something that I particularly would have picked for myself but that's the whole point of a sh of a gift right, <clears throat> somebody else picks something for you. And then as far as groceries, just kind of, you know, extra groceries because of the holidays. And I did have to put some money on the exchange because uh, my wife needed some extra cash. Um, and she's really going through some more time. So I'm trying to help wherever, whenever she can and however she wants to ask. But uh, that was it. That was uh, this past week. Um, just kind of trying this bullet journal thing really uh, so i was trying to incorporate my the notes that i was doing weekly with this and i'm trying to move things here that i <clears throat> i was a little hesitant to move from notion which is what i was used for personal things and one note for work but so far the weekly planning that i was doing in notion now i do here um definitely doing that here and also the work pad that i was using at work i do in the bullet journal. What I'm telling myself that I'm going to do is that I'm going to put 
everything I work on, like if I have to take notes on something, I better have a, it's going to be either a project. That's why I'm trying to call more things projects, even though it might be just one or two tasks. If it's something that is one task, well, then what I'll do is I'll just put it in like a, not a quick note, but it usually goes within a project or an area. So it's either a project or an area, because if not, I wouldn't be working on it particular time. If it's something that is brand new, then I might just put it like in an inbox area, like see where it leads, like maybe a lead folder. And then if it does, if nothing happens within a, a week or two weeks, then it gets deleted most archives. So it doesn't, it doesn't go from the lead folder. Or I might just go into a project first, anything that gets asked, until I know if it's going to be more something that you kind of usually know, right? Because it usually is like I can match it with this. And I'm not trying to overthink it. And that might be the, the theme for my theme for 2023. Don't overthink it. It's going to be difficult. But that is what I'm trying to to challenge myself with. Is to not overthink it. Not sure what that means or how that's going to pan out. But 2023, again, is going to bring me into my 40s. And I, there's a, I've, I have a feeling that it's going to be, a, as I'm saying this, I'm gonna, it's going to be a year change. Uh, or am I not? But um, I feel like it will in some kind of way or fashion. But, you know, year hasn't ended. And here I am changing. Here, here are things changing. So I guess in our reality, it doesn't. In a way, I didn't want to wait until the new year to get the change going. So I wanted to try bullet journal, so I started before the end of the year. I didn't want to make it a big deal that I need to be until January 1st to do something. I just did it now. So I'm trying not to make as much of a big deal or this... Yeah, just a big deal about the new year. In the past years, I didn't do any, like, big goals. I just review how last year went, and that's what I'm doing this year as well. It's just kind of how the last year went. What did I spend my time? The things that are important to me, which, you know, right now, they're kind of where my attention's going, my time's going, community, which includes my family, where my finance is going, my body, my mind, which is something that I didn't write. I forgot about my mind. Well, I guess that's kind of... Now we know where my mind is at. Because <laughs> I didn't write anything on my mind, as I say that. On the spiritual side as well. But um, this goes to show. <laughs> it doesn't matter what I try. You know, it doesn't matter. It, it really is just really doesn't matter. I'm not trying to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And... And that's okay. It doesn't have to be perfect for it to work. <laughs>